Okay, and happy Friday. We are live for another Fireside Friday. Thanks for joining us. Um, today's a really exciting Fireside Friday because we have uh, Suba Sasakumar who's going to, to join us um, this week. Suba's a senior engineering leader with the business. Uh, she's involved in C-Sharp.net development of our, our um, products and services. And Suba is also a cloud pirate. Now, what is a cloud pirate, you might ask? Well, cloud pirates are the team that won uh, the recent AWS game day that we had here in uh, Verizon Connect. So without further ado, I'm going to bring Suba straight in. Suba, hi, how are you? Happy Friday. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Happy Friday. So I was just explaining what a cloud pirate is, and I've done a terrible job of doing that. So maybe you could tell us who are the cloud pirates and why do they matter? Uh, Cloud Pirates is the team actually where we work together on AWS Game Day. It was a team of three. So myself and Lorenza and Aparna were there. Uh, it was a great event to start with AWS Game Day. Uh, a big thanks to Nick and Brian for organizing it because um, for last two years, we didn't have uh, more events like that during the pandemic. But as soon as we are back to the, to the hybrid model, uh, they actually made this tremendous event where almost uh, uh, 43 team members were there, where in 43 teams, each team had almost uh, three team members. Uh, it, it was a complete collaborative environment, uh, a completely hands-on environment where you know you are given a problem statement, a real-life problem statement, and you need to use the AWS skills to solve those problems. So in, in our team, that is Cloud Pirates, we actually collaborate with each other to see. Uh, we, act, we actually were given uh, five problem statement, and then we have um, taken each individual one problem statement. And uh, to start with, uh, we, we actually took the challenging task first and then moved towards the easiest task. That's where we were able to complete you know, uh, the entire uh, challenge before anybody else in the team and that's how we actually won so speed speed to getting to the solution yeah. was the okay that's really interesting I, I was talking with um brian murray recently and we'll come back to brian and his, his infamous suit now in a minute but um yeah. he was explaining to us that uh, the 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 scoring system is in flux the whole way through the day yeah. in that you can gain uh points but you can lose points as well right but yeah. I, I i didn't realize speed to, to solution was a part of that yeah, so the, the main matter here is the team which scores the maximum at the earliest is actually the winner. Ah. So, so we need to complete the challenge quickly as well as without losing the points. Yeah. Uh, only then we can. Otherwise, uh, there are certain points which is given for each statement, problem statement. So if you don't secure the full mark, then you even if you finish earlier, you won't be able to reach topper because you can't get the maximum marks. Okay, all right, very good. So it's uh, this wasn't your first AWS game day though, right? Yeah, it's my second AWS game day. We had it, uh, I think, uh, two and a half years back before yeah. the pandemic. Um, and that time it was just six or seven team. 
but this time we had almost 40 teams. The entire uh, floor was full of AWS game day people. Yeah. It was very nice to collaborate with. Uh, and especially during uh, this pandemic, we were always meeting within the squad, right? Within our team or anything. But uh, after this, um, once we get into the hybrid model, um, when we met on the AWS game day, there are two advantages on that day because we also get to meet with uh, Ed and Srini on the same day during the all hands. So it was two in one. That's right. Yeah. So Ed, uh, Ed Chan and Srini Kalapala, um, yeah. Ed being the CTO for Verizon and Srini being the head of, of TPD, uh, which is the product development uh, group for, for Verizon, Verizon Connect, uh, the engineering department of Connect falls within that, that remit um, for those outside who, who may be unfamiliar with the structure. But um, what wasn't a brilliant when uh, Ed and Srini were over. It was amazing to, to have them visit us. It was almost like um, uh, a combination of different factors come into play. We had yeah. return to work starting, so people were starting to get used to spending a bit of time back together and reconnecting, being in the office. We had Ed and Srini, the guys come over from America, and that like that was really exciting. We got to spend some time with them. And then, of course, the competition. And to add on, uh, Patrick, on that day, we also had AWS expertise in the campus. So yeah. almost uh, eight to 10 uh, expertises came and they are brilliant, you know, um, because in the day-to-day -day activities as part of our uh, technical development, we might not be utilizing all the AWS services, but yeah. that is the day where you get time to explore the new services and see how you can solve the problem because generally you it, you don't uh, do both of these hands-on, right? You first yeah. learn the services and then, then start applying. But on that day, you learn the services as well as you also got the um, exposure to solve the problem using that services. Uh, yeah. That was really awesome. So I, th I think there's something really interesting. Look, I'm going to be a very selfish uh, talent acquisition person here. Uh, when we go out into the world where, um, and we're, we're recruiting for you, right? When we go out to the world and we talk to people who um, may be building software, building product, um, we're almost 100% almost uh, in the cloud, in AWS, but we're looking for those skills outside and it can be quite difficult to find them. And maybe some people don't have AWS, they have Google Cloud or Azure or whatever. But what I'm hearing from you is that, yeah, we're building product, we're engineers, we're in the cloud, but we're, you know, we're not working with every single one of the, whatever it is, 2000 plus services that Amazon might have. But we get to learn and play with them and develop, uh, whether it's in the game day or on the job, right? Yeah. We always have the resources available uh, here in Verizon Connect um, because when I started my career in Verizon Connect, I didn't know about AWS. I was not uh, aware about the services in AWS. We heard about AWS, but never worked on that. And the same thing with many of my uh, team members, when they joined, they also did not have the exposure. So it is not mandated to have the exposure to all the services, but it is essential to have some you know, general knowledge about uh, why to go with AWS? You know, we generally tend to like people who ask why. Why should we go for it? And yeah. why should we do now? Why can't we do later? You know, th there can be a number of reasons. So we look for people who ask why 
<laughs> because that eventually going to answer almost everything and that will also help uh, to keep the team engaged because our main motivation and especially during this pandemic we want to keep the team spirit going right so for that we need to have the collaboration and the interaction that won't happen if we are idle or without raising our voice and one of the goals which uh, we have in version connect is to be vocal right uh, if you find any inefficiencies immediately raise it out and that is what we are doing every day uh, i think uh, asking questions starting with why that will answer almost everything so having aws exposure is not a must okay that's really interesting so what, what you're describing there i think is what i i call professional curiosity and yeah. um i i look for that as well and may, maybe that's Maybe that's part of our DNA in, in here in Connects. I haven't actually thought about that. I'm starting to think about it now, though. But I look for professional curiosity when I'm hiring, too. And, and, and the reason I look for it is because when people understand the why behind what they do, they, they're able to then demonstrate their passion for actually doing it and delivering it. And they understand the commercial impact and the reasons behind it. So that that's interesting. So here's a question for you, then. So you're... Obviously, you're professionally curious, but I think it's a bit deeper than that. I think you've got something in your DNA, and I'm about to jump into a story about you <laughs> as well, right? But you've, you've got something a little bit more than just professional curiosity. And, and the story is that after that uh, last, your first AWS game day, just pre-pandemic, uh, the story is that you didn't win at that time. Um, you came pretty darn close to winning right but you didn't win and second place ain't good enough for you and the story is that and we have our, our glass doors and windows and our walls here that everybody everybody's able to uh, write on and we do you can see it here um but the story is that you were up against the glass wall with the team and you're mapping everything out and deconstructing your performance, the team's performance on the day to try and figure out what could we have done differently? How could we have won this? Where did we go wrong? Where did we go right? So there's, some, there's something a bit different about you as well, right? Uh, yeah, so probably th that's what I generally do every day. Uh, like uh, I didn't realize that it might have been turned out to be like this uh, because on that day in AWS game day, uh, it was completely different environment uh, compared to this AWS game day. You know what happened on that day? Um, we also looked into the cost. Uh, like, if you're introducing a service, obviously you are paying amount for it, right? Because uh, whatever service which you implement at the end, uh, AWS cost also matters. So we need to factor the AWS cost and the service and the scalability and obviously to solve the problem statement. So it is a combination of many things and you can't move forward if you don't fix one problem because it everything tied up together. So on that day, we almost cracked it, but somewhere we missed. So we want to know, okay, where it went wrong and how can it be done in a different way? Uh, we don't know how other uh, team members uh, who actually won't have solved the problem, but we want to know, okay, what proposal which we have given, why it was not enough? So what are we missing? And what are the elements which we need to improve next time? So that's what uh, we were, uh, you know, uh, talking on that day. And it was 
obviously we had a aws expertise on that day and we were talking with them and it was a great event as well and thanks to brain again because he captured that right moment and it's going to be uh, my favorite moment forever i think so yeah every everybody i talk to knows about that you're you're 100% famous and ju just to note there are um, messages of congratulations coming in in the uh, in the chat on the linkedin live we've had alex laurie um, over in Italy saying well done to um, and Keith as well go 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 cloud pirates yar is Keith's yeah. comment there so <laughs> so it was an, an aptly name who named who named the team was that you or did somebody else come up with the name see uh, actually while naming we were just struggling to name what to <laughs> name and then we were like uh, okay let's probably go with something closer to cloud and suddenly we just got the spark about pirates and we said okay it's different let's why can't we name uh, pirates so that's how it came yeah brilliant i love it okay cool so yeah you you touch on something else i think is interesting too um around the skills development and i've just had a conversation this morning um with a colleague of mine lorraine in the uk about um hiring and job specs and and that type of thing um I think job specs are antiquated tools for for hiring people. We got to use them, right? But they're they don't yeah. do justice to what goes on behind the scenes, either here and I'm in the office today, either here or remotely, wherever our, our, our people are based. Um, but one of one of the things you'd kind of touched on was that you didn't necessarily have cloud experience. Um, before you join Connect. In fact, Connect have been on a multi-year journey into the cloud as well, right? And we've only kind of really got there in, in, in rel I suppose, in the last two years, a year and a half or so. Um, but you you weren't always in 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 SaaS, let's say. You had, I know you were with, I think you were with Wipro originally, and then you moved to GE. So yeah. you were in you were in the healthcare industry as, as a, a an engineer. Um, yeah. Maybe tell us a little bit about your your journey into engineering leadership over time. Yeah, definitely. So I started my career with Vipro. Um, and then I had a little bit break after my marriage. And then I joined back uh, after my first baby to General Electric, where, uh, you know, uh, you build product uh, based on the uh, RTLS, and it was an excitement, exciting project, you know, because you treat for the healthcare. When it comes to healthcare, you save lives, and that is the important factor. Which actually, I got attracted to Virzan Connect because through Fleet, we are saving lives. So both the both both of the project actually is very close to me because uh, we are making an impact to the customer. And that's where we stand uniquely than anybody else in the market as well, right? Wow. Um, yeah, so from Verizon, uh, from uh, General, GE, General Electric, uh, I was there almost for uh, close to six years. And then I had to move back to Dublin uh, with my husband. And um, again, I took a break for one year because obviously Dublin is a new uh, new country, you know, new place for me uh, with completely... Um, new weather <laughs> and uh, i had to set up uh, a school and daycare everything but that, that did not stop me in uh, thriving towards my hunger you know because i always want to um, learn and be curious and uh, you know make some impact i and 
that's how i got connected uh, it was difficult for me initially because i was not having the required stamping but uh, luckily i met with lara from um, one of the consultant and she actually took an interview for me and then she was like i really find something different on you and you know what i'm going to send you in fleetmatics there uh, and that's how i came to know about fleetmatics yeah i was just praying okay uh, at least i have to be selected for that interview and luckily in the next day i got selected and um, uh, the next day itself i had two interviews back to back uh, with uh, dj and then with uh, wax uh, i got selected immediately and then i in the same day i had another round with another company so i got an offer in both the companies and i was literally you know wondering which company to choose where do i go yeah 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 so it it was a difficult situation because obviously i'm new to the place i don't know much about the company at that point of time so what i did was i went to linkedin to those who actually took interview for me and i found something very interesting in dj's profile that is uh, the hackathon he actually posted his hackathon um, uh, project uh, posters along with some of his uh, playtime posters and i was like okay this company is going to be not workaholic but also a great experience for me to yeah. probably to open up and uh, explore new things because in ge as well innovation is uh, a main factor key factor and i found the same thing in Verza, in fleetmatics when i uh, looked at dj's profile and that actually attracted me <laughs> yeah and immediately i chose uh, fleetmatics and till now i am actually very really happy that i chose the right decision because every day is new for me every moment i am learning something uh, sometime from the leaders sometime from my team members sometime from my peers um and even right now from you it's 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 completely um, uh, incredible journey so far yeah it's great and and i had a conversation recently on one of these chats but it's about that um uh that kind of break breakdown you know the 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 hierarchy isn't necessarily there so you can you can talk to anybody within the company and and if you want to make things happen whether it's projects or whether it's your career or whether it's forging new relationships or or inventing something completely different um that might necessarily have software outcomes or commercial outcomes but could eventually lead to innovation or different thinking or processes or whatever you can make it happen in Verizon Connect you can do what you want you know uh, or try what you want for the the better of the company um it's phenomenal so you've touched on some really interesting things there in particular when you're looking at the people um that were already <clears throat> inside the company uh including uh our former colleague DJ um who I get on very well with by the way I, I think he's a great guy and uh the group you joined uh does some of the most interesting work with Inverizing Connect now all the other teams will bash me for saying that but you guys build really cool product right really cool and i think the future of that product is still getting brighter and brighter so it's cool today but the tomorrow and where we could be going when you think about artificial intelligence and and yes. what that is going to lead video products towards over time what what do you what are the kind of question marks that you see down the line where do you think we're going uh first and foremost uh, fleet management as i as i mentioned earlier it brings 
value to the life, right? Because yeah. you, when you go to the road, uh, you need to be safe. And when you come back, uh, you need to be safe as well. And that won't be possible without uh, a solution like uh, the artificial intelligence, which we are proposing. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, now when I went back uh, to India during the vacation, I was just thinking, actually, we are missing a dashcam for this cab driver. He should have been having a, a fleet cam because, you know, the drowsiness and the distraction, what they have, it it, it actually impacts somebody's life. You know, yeah. when you drive, it's not only impacting your life. When you are on road, you are you are responsible for everybody who is in the road. Yeah. Not only those who are in the vehicle, right? And that's what we are working on. And as you rightly mentioned, video itself was a hackathon. It yes. was an innovation video. And last year, we had an innovation, which is actually into production right now. So yeah. we come continuously innovate and keep pushing, keep uh, giving the surprises element for the customers. And that is what we are driving towards. Our leaders are phenomenal. Um, uh, Julio, Alex, Nick, everybody's, uh, uh, you know, uh, working hard to find what is the best solution which we can give for the customers. And especially John and uh, Jean and Sarah, they're actually working closely on that with the customers. Uh, so right now, uh, very soon, actually, this month, this, this month is a, very, very, very important month for us because we are releasing um, excitement, uh, exciting futures for the customer, right? Um, especially as you mentioned, artificial intelligence, when the user buy that and when they get to know the importance of it, when they feel how it works, it will definitely change the way he drives and it will definitely add more responsibility for him so that he will make sure that every life is important when he is in the road. It's amazing. That's unreal. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, the, the, the hackathons and, and the innovation and it's funny, you know, we we could go home now and we could turn on uh, one of the, the movies out there about the crazy big social companies and they'll talk about being plugged in and the hackathons and, well, you know, all of that kind of stuff. But when you, when you think that you're in a company that, Get, you know, you get to down tools and, and innovate and explore a little bit. And the fact that you're collaborating with people across multiple geographies, people you wouldn't yeah. normally talk to, you're doing innovation on purpose, right? There's a bit of fun to this thing. But then that you can actually build products that come out of that and within a year are going into production and are actually saving lives out there in, in the world. And Verizon, again, just to, I think it's important to say, Verizon would classify um, the environment and, and uh, society at large as our fourth stakeholder. Uh, the fact that you're actually building product that can save lives is is huge. It's phenomenal. So that that's really impressive. So major shout out to everybody. Um, in Connect, but of, of course, Julio and, and Alex and, and, and Nick as well. You you spoke about something that I'm really passionate about, um, which is life as a working mother and being out, you know, having to step out of work um, and then coming back in, trying to figure out that that pretty tough situation, which is getting childcare and, and uh, that kind of thing sorted. But then something that isn't often spoke about is that, that point where you get to make the move to go back into the workplace as well. 
that that can be pretty daunting and i say this because my wife is is going through that process at the moment um not for the first time either by the way uh and and i have uh, huge empathy um and, and maybe sympathy is the wrong word uh, but that's how i feel uh, about anybody who 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 would have to face into that because i think um a lot of the time the world is not necessarily set up very well to to welcome working mothers back into the workplace it could, it could or at least it could be better right but um in in verizon we're we're trying to make that as easy as possible and we're at the moment we're engaging with partners out there who are going to help us engage in training courses to target uh, cohorts of of um, women who have been out for whatever reason, you know, so for some it's childhood, for others it's other reasons, and they're coming back in. And and the reason I think it's valuable is a a it's a good thing to do, it's the right thing to do. But b you're talking about people who are experienced, who are mature, who are um, educated in things that you only get through parenthood, right? You know, there there are certain unspoken things. Um, whether it's leadership or patience or communication skills or impulse control. I was only talking about uh, impulse control uh, earlier on today. So there, 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 you know, there's a lot of things that we could do. Um, when I say we, I mean the collective we, right? The, the world yeah. at large. How, how was your experience as, as a working mother coming back into the, into the workforce? Um, so definitely I do a lot of planning. Without planning, heard. <laughs> work out. Uh, so the moment I wake up, I plan my day well ahead. Uh, especially when I when I am in kitchen, I try to maximize my output with minimum effort. So I plan my uh, time well ahead. Like even when I cook something, okay, what can what can go parallelly in the stove so that I can finish it as much as quickly as possible. So those I definitely plan and. Um, and it's a great support uh, from my family as well, because uh, when I first went for an interview after my first delivery, I, I got a support from my mother-in-law, who was actually staying with me, taking care of my baby so I can go and attend the interview. Um, and so family actually plays a vital role in uh, in uh, the support. And obviously my children, uh, they actually, every time I win something and come back, they are very curious. Uh, and um, with the board which I got from the AWS game day, they are actually continuously doing load testing with Alexa. Alexa, Alexa, continuously. Really? So, yeah, it actually brings, uh, you know, the motivation from them as well. Uh, now they are counting, okay, mommy, you have got uh, these many awards, these many prizes. So I need to be like you. I have to I have to challenge myself. And I, I feel really proud at that moment. Okay, I'm actually a role model for my children. Oh, yeah. They are learning from me. And I always insist them, it is your life, you know. you. It's really up to them how they take it forward. You can't influence everybody in every uh, different manner because I strongly believe uh, everybody is different, right? Everybody is unique. So you, you can't be like other person, but you can definitely bring the best out of whatever you have in it inside. And um, that's one of the challenging part uh, in home as well as in office because you have to deal with different mindset of people, but same time you want to go towards your goal <laughs> so that happens at home as well as in office it, there, there is not much difference i would say uh, 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 well ahead of planning uh, is must 
to make the day more efficient. Brilliant. I love it. Yeah, I mean, you're really, you know, you're 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 giving them access to something pretty special, right? And uh, you're broadening their horizons. You're broadening the world for them. That's awesome. I think that I think that's absolutely amazing. I try to do similar with my um, my girls at home, but they again to go back to the individual piece. They are so headstrong. They know what and they will meander through life and figure out what they're going to be eventually. But they know right now, today at least, they know what they're going to be, and and yeah. they. I, I like to think I'm able to influence them a bit, but they're the boss. You know, there's yeah, no definitely. no two ways about that. So another question, another question on the back of that is is work life balance, um, and we touched on it really quickly earlier on but do you do you achieve that work-life balance you know I know you're very analytical and, and a great planner but do you manage to put down tools and, and does Verizon and remote or work forward or those type of things does it allow you to achieve a balance between your work and life and home um, yes, definitely, because uh, we we actually follow differently in our team. Uh, what we do, we try to avoid uh, more meetings. So what we um, what we try to do at the meetings is, uh, especially when we start with the stand up, if the stand up goes for 15 minutes, after that stand up, we try to stay back and discuss about the issues and solve the problem as quickly as possible, because we strongly believe if we make it, if we solve the issues in the morning, the whole day is going to be more productive, right? Yeah. Um, so th that's one thing which we do in the work to make sure uh, we have the work-life uh, balance for everybody. And most importantly, to touch upon, um, in Verizon, we have a flexible time. Like uh, uh, nobody asks you to come only in specific time range. And we always have the flexibility to inform the managers if you want to go somewhere or to take some break or due to appointments or something. It's, it's all communicated within the team. And uh, you always have a... Um, another person whom you can appoint for uh, any work if you are not available because the team is highly capable of anything uh, and as a leader I, I strongly believe on my team because nothing can be possible without them and um, we, we, we actually uh, work together to uplift each other Brilliant. Uh, that's, that's very important I believe on that and uh, going back to um, home life Again, uh, I try to spend some time, uh, especially with my daughter, uh, as she is now um, a teenager. So I want to spend more time for her. Uh, you know, uh, this is the age where they need a specific um, uh, time from the parents. So I try to make sure I have my personal and work-life balance. I, I generally start my day early. Uh, and uh, during this pandemic, I also got time to do some yoga for myself. So I start my day with yoga and then I go to the kitchen. I cook uh, everything and then come back to kids, make sure they have everything for the school and, and then start my work and evening uh, walk and then again spend time with the with them for studies. And as you, as you have already pointed out, we have uh, um, a different uh, time zone people, right? Like uh, we are in different time zone and we also have GTS and Florence and uh, Christchurch. 
everybody is in different time zone see we plan uh, if we have to stay a little bit later like uh, uh, for example for any caps we plan well ahead so we know who is going to stay back and how we are going to uh, make sure the work life balance is not affected so it's again it all comes into the planning uh, a well ahead planning will make sure we have a perfect work life balance as well planning wins the day i love it um we had a comment come in from uh, Keith on the talent acquisition team. He said, we're, we're hiring at the moment. And uh, my question for you on hiring is, and I, and I know you, you, you spoke about that flexibility around uh, the technology stack. And, and I think the message there to people who might be interested in working with you um, and, and the team is don't necessarily get bogged down on AWS versus Azure or, or whatever it might be, right? Um, but my question on the back of that to you is, when you're hiring software professionals to come and join the team, what, what, are, what are the main things that you're looking for? Who do, we, who, do we, who do we want to talk to or who needs to talk to us? Um, see, th there is no limitation to that. <laughs> it's actually, a, a, there, there are n number of answers for this. Uh, I, because as I mentioned earlier, everybody is unique, mm. right? And when we hire uh, for a team as well, we try to make sure we have mixed level of technologies there because obviously we need a different mindset to solve different type of problems. Uh, a same solution won't work out for different problems. And um, we, we also um, always believe that a fresh pair of eyes may definitely find a new problem as well as come up with a different solution. Um, yeah. So we actually look at all these aspects when we uh, look for um, uh, in, in, in the interview in specific, uh, we are, uh, as Keith mentioned, we are hiring uh, full stack developers, senior developers uh, in, uh, in my team as well. Um, it is an amazing team, you know, if you hear about technology stack, which we are working, AWS, uh, .NET Core, microservices, event-driven architecture, uh, IoT, uh, whatever you name, AppDynamics, uh, Grafana, everything is there. Uh, and, and also to add on to that, everybody is doing the work as it is, right? But what makes us special? What makes our team special? Yeah. Like we have uh, uh, Innovation Day every month. And we have a tech talk every week, one hour, where we we meet together and we share the ideas. Uh, recently, in my team, Saban, uh, he's actually giving uh, a tech talk specifically on a book, on refactor. So what he what he does is he read a chapter and he comes back and he shares the knowledge. And we look forward to uh, you know share the ideas and empower each other, right? Uh, this yeah. is one of the major aspect which I really love my team. And the other thing is uh, the learning hours. We allot one hour every week to mm -hmm. upskill ourselves. Um, yeah. When I was meeting with Alex, uh, he made a very brilliant statement that. If you don't invest on yourself, why should company invest on you? Absolutely. So, yeah. so you need to invest time for yourself. You need to upskill. Mm -hmm. Like uh, it, it doesn't matter whether wh what you're learning, right? It might be some new technologies or some new process. It can be anything, but you need to continuously learn, read, and collaborate, and serve, and empower each other. That's, that's what we do. And another thing which I like more here is the internal innovation because uh, 
obviously you know we have every team has their own goals and in our goal we have a, a along with the innovation we also have a internal innovation what does it mean it means even a small change can make a big impact in, inside the team for example when we moved from um, uh, work from office to work from home the first foremost thing which everybody has done is moving from physical board to the um, in-flight board, right? Yes. Yeah. That's very small change, but it really makes an impact. That can be one of the internal innovation. And I actually touched upon the AWS cost. Uh, so we have to make sure we save the cost for our uh, infrastructure, right? So yeah. we have a, a goal for that. And what we do is in my team, Kiran has come up with um, internal innovation that every month you need to go back and uh, collect the cost report. So instead, why can't we innovate this? So we have a notification now. So by end of the month, we have a cost already calculated. So it's just a matter of time to just collect it and move forward. So it saves the time. This is one of the internal innovation. And the other internal innovation which we done was on the work in progress. Uh, we work closely with Keelan RTPM and he, uh, he, he suggests uh, many ideas how to save time and how to move uh, faster and more leaner because we all work on lean uh, improvement, right? Yep. So uh, that makes every day a different day, you know, uh, a, a well accomplishment uh, day, I, I would call, uh, call it. Uh, so that makes our team individual, uh, you know, unique. Uh, so anybody who wants to join our team, feel free to ping me or Patrick. Uh, we are open to discuss uh, whatever questions which you have. Amazing, amazing. You, you're you're touching on um, my. You keep touching back on my favorite subject in the world, which is corporate entrepreneurship or intrapreneurship, or what you're calling um, internal innovation. It's so important. And there's a load of different models as to how to do it properly. But all of the different columns that we've touched on here uh, feed into doing it well throughout the organization. And, and it's such an interesting thing because something that doesn't, people think about entrepreneurship and they think sales, build a product, sell a product, make money. But change in process, is a, that's a non-financial outcome of, corp, of a, an entrepreneurial uh, um uh, uh activity and that change in process can eventually feed back into how the uh, the organization uh, innovates again and those things can have commercial outcomes financial outcomes yeah. so yeah. it's it's absolutely fascinating it's it's one it's one of my favorite topics um ever so but that's a conversation for a different day i think so my final question for you because we're over time and i'm sorry about that i know you you're probably looking for lunch now but my final uh question for you is who should we talk to next i ask everybody this question but who would you recommend that i reach out to and, and speak with next sure i would uh, refer Kilian rtpm uh, because i always wonder he's he's very composed you know yeah. in nature very composed but on the other hand his work talks very rigorously you know he's a rare combination of uh, being composed at the same time uh, bringing the best out of everybody managing across the regions uh, i would be happy to listen from him awesome 
Thank you so much. Shubit, thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Um, that was one of the most insightful conversations we've had yet. Our only goal with these conversations is to pull the veil back a little bit and hopefully that person out there, it doesn't matter where you are, if you're in Brazil, if you're in uh, India, if you're across Europe or here beside us in Dublin, if any of this sparks an interest with you, um, we want people to reach out, connect with Shuba, connect with myself. So thanks again. I'll let you get back to uh, back to your work, get back to lunch hopefully as well, and we'll catch up again soon. Sure, definitely. Thank you so much for your time, Pedrick. All right. Talk to you yeah. soon. Okay, folks, there you have it. Um, that was amazing. So Shuba is uh, that that story, by the way, of um, not coming first in the in the the last AWS game day we had, but being seen and captured on camera, de deconstructing the performance on the day is absolutely true. Uh, Shuba was riding on the on the glass walls and going through what could we have done better. Um, a phenomenal human being, an amazing engineering leader, and uh, very inspirational as well. I love the different things we covered there from um, being a working parent through to cloud technologies, through to hiring based on potential, not just tenure or uh, the keywords on a CV. It's really important to us. So if you're interested in what you've heard uh, Shub and I talk about today, reach out. Um, reach out to the talent acquisition team. They're, they're ready and waiting. They're hiring. Um, uh, Keith po posted a link to the, the career site there, but comment below, comment below, and we'll we'll follow up with you afterwards. Um, so as always, we'll, we'll wrap it up there now. I'll leave you with our Credo video. Again, that talks to who we are, how we show up, and happy Friday. From where we work to where they live. From our technology to supporting theirs. From each and every one of us to each and every one of them. Everything we do affects everything they do. That's why how we work what we believe, our values make all the difference. We share our success with the community to make the world in which we work better than it was yesterday. We keep our commitments to each other and our customers. We know teamwork enables us to serve our customers better and faster. We focus outward on the customer not inward. Our actions produce measurable results. We run to a crisis, not away. We are committed to doing the right thing. This is our credo. Our guide to what really matters. How we stay connected to each other and to them. We are Verizon.